When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you're excited, that's nice. If I'm excited, doesn't matter at all. If the players are excited, different story. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Tomorrow is the first workout for pitchers and catchers. In Bradenton, the old saying, actually until really just about a handful of years ago, was when pitchers and catchers report. Remember, that was always the countdown. Countdown to pitchers and catchers. And you didn't even actually need the verb. It was just pitchers and catchers. Well, just as an aside before I get going on today's main topic, what happens now is pitchers and catchers report the day before. They have to be in Bradenton the night before, but there's absolutely nothing attached to it. If your plane lands at SRQ at 11.59, you have reported to Bradenton. You send a text of your player to the traveling secretary, and you have reported. They don't even care. They don't check. You you really need to be at is the workout the next morning. and That's what's going to be coming tomorrow. Pitchers and catchers on the field. I also expect, based on stuff that I've heard, that there will be a fair amount of position players, as there were last year, coming in early, maybe even right from the start. And That's one sign, always, of excitement, of real anticipation, especially in a World Baseball Classic year, where they make this unbelievably overwrought, long training camp last even a week longer. They still show up early if they're really, really into it. And this team, we'll see. We'll see. I have a feeling that from the intangible aspects, you're going to see, hear, and read an awful lot from Bradenton about players saying that they are so stoked to see or hear that guy or this guy in the clubhouse. Not just Kutch. Not just Kutch. Remember, Kutch is a bigger deal to me and you than he is to them, okay? Kutch is just another major league player. I mean, a really, really good one, okay? An MVP at one point. But he's not – they're not going to grasp, at least not right away, what he has meant to the Pirates and to Pittsburgh. So that's not going to be a factor in Bradenton. It sure will at the home opener. When that ovation comes, uh, that's going to be different. That's when all of them are going to go, whoa, really? Who is this guy anyway? But for the rest of the group, when you're talking about someone like a Carlos Santana who has a reputation for being a more vocal guy, someone who's not at all shy or timid about getting in people's faces, and I don't even say that in a negative way. I'm saying that in a... uh, 
I saw you. I saw what you did out there. Okay, I believe in you. I trust you. That's an important part of the baseball culture, really any sports culture. You know who else has this reputation? This might surprise you a little bit considering you know, his, his Korean background is G-Man Choi. And not that Koreans can't have great leaders, but generally speaking, the players from the Far East tend to stay quiet even if and when they have a good command of the language. Choi comes from the Rays with precisely the opposite reputation. He is a guy who became beloved in St. Petersburg. So right off the bat, wait, wait, I'll go one more. Austin Hedges can't hit to save his life, but considered an elite defensive catcher. Not good, not very good, not great. Elite. By some metrics, the very best in baseball. And that guy has to be, in his own way, the leader of the pitching staff. So you have a whole bunch of new voices in addition to the new faces. And I am here to tell you, and not necessarily in a great way, that they'll be needed because they were needed. How many times did you hear me say last year after some excruciating loss or after one of those not good enough effort losses, which were totally inexplicable for a team with this little talent, you can lose 100 games, you can lose 101 games like they did the year before, but there's no excuse for not trying. Well, the Pirates lacked leadership almost entirely, and once Jose Quintana was traded, they lacked it entirely. They had none of it. I should I should also give a nod to Daniel Vogelback, who had uh, some of that type of effect while he was in, especially with the hitters. But this team needs that. It needs some of that hop, some of that juice. Uh, if you go back to the, the sweep in Dodger Stadium, which I, I know, I know, I bring it up all the time, but it was a thing. It really happened. The Pirates didn't just beat the team with the $300 million payroll. They kicked their rear ends, and they did it by outpitching them, outhitting them, and outfielding them. And that's not my quote. That was right from Dave Roberts after that third game. And that team felt good about itself. And the guys who are a little bit more vocal, a little bit more demonstrative on the team, like, for example, Will Crow, they were okay with coming back to Pittsburgh and saying, hey, you know what? Maybe this was a little bit of a turning point for us. Maybe we really are a team that's got some potential and we can do it. But, man, it died like nothing. Do you remember that? The weekend against the Diamondbacks? And they didn't play terribly or anything. But whatever that sense was, that feel, it died. And you know why? You know why? Yeah, you know why. If you've been listening to this show often enough, because the upper people at 115 Federal didn't seem like they cared less. You know, that that's just who they've become. And that included Ben Charrington meeting with us out there at third base before that first game against the Diamondbacks. I brought up the sweep at Dodger Stadium, and all he wanted to do was dump on it. Ah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's nice. I'm happy for the players, whatever. What? What? They should have. They should have been. I don't know. Whatever. You, you. We've been over this one before. This team needs its own internal excitement, and from there, it needs its own results. 
you add those two things together and you're going to come up with confidence, which the Pittsburgh Baseball Club hasn't been associated with for about six, seven years now, right? When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Today's J1Q comes from Dan, who says, with the upgrades the Pirates have made, particularly Kutch, Santana, Hedges, Hill, and other Major League caliber players, I can foresee a 10-15 to game win improvement. So I'll go with... 75 and 87. Biggest concern is still with the bullpen, the back end of the starting rotation, second base, offensive production from Hayes. In any case, I am more optimistic this year than I was last year because of the improvement in the overall talent level. Uh, I mean, I know what the occasion is. Everyone's excited, as I mentioned in the opening segment. This is that time of year. Look, let's go through the names you put down yourself, all right? Kutch, we've gone over here. There's nothing I can say that anybody's going to agree with here, and it's not being a buzzkill like the dude said the other day. He's not the Kutch that everyone remembers. That's all. That's not an insult. The Kutch that everyone remembers was an MVP. Kutch was traded in 2018. It was five years ago. Okay, and Kutch has had some good seasons, certainly from the power standpoint, particularly in Philadelphia. And he did pop 17 homers last year in Milwaukee, although they play in a hitter's park. You know, and his power was never super conducive to PNC Park's particular alleys or where the wind comes down the Allegheny River and where it prefers to push the ball out, especially in the hotter summer months when it travels better. Look, I love Kutch, okay? Covered his entire career, looking forward to all the love he's going to get, looking forward to all the positive moments that he's going to create. But let's not keep attaching him to some dramatic improvement. Carlos Santana, he's got some pop. He's got all kinds of life and leadership to him, and he had a significant impact on Seattle making the playoffs for the first time in a century, it seems like, last year. Good for him. Wonderful. I think he'll help the Pirates, too. But, you know, now you're getting into Austin Hedges, superior defensive catcher who hit 163 last year. 163. You can pull TC, the vendor, out of the stands to hit 163. What else you got here? Well, that's pretty much what you have in terms of the the improvement. 
Oh, no, you say Rich Hill, too. That, okay, is Rich Hill at age, what is he even now, 42? Is is Hill going to be an improvement over what you got from Jose Quintana? Both veteran lefties. Quintana, at times, was dominant. You know, Quintana was uh, one of the three guys who shut down the Dodgers in that sweep out in L.A., Quintana was the one who shut down the Yankees. Remember that at PNC Park? Uh, so how much of an upgrade is Hill going to be from Quintana as the lone lefty in the rotation? I would strongly suspect that even if Hill pitches very well, he won't represent that much of an upgrade. That's not an insult. So what do you got there? That's your that's your 10 to 15 game improvement. Meanwhile, your biggest concern is the bullpen. Uh, I don't. I don't know why, unless you're worried about David Bednar's back, which would be legitimate. But they have all kinds of setup candidates. They've got flamethrowers. They've got guys who bring different stuff from different angles, from different sides of the mound. I think they're going to be able to put something together. They're back end of the rotation. If the back end of the rotation, the very back of the rotation is JT Brubaker or Vince Velasquez, you've got a five starter that will line up with almost any five starter in either league. What else? Second base. That's legit. We have no idea what we're going to get out of Rodolfo Castro. None whatsoever. None. The offensive production from Cabrian Hayes, also legit. He needs to stay healthy. He needs to overcome the back issues that slowed him down, the wrist, the thumb. He needs to stay on the field, and he needs to swing the bat like he's ticked off the way he did in the pandemic year for that month when he looked like Ted Williams. So I heard from a lot of people after yesterday's show with their own season predictions. And I would hope that's at least in part since I didn't give anybody mine and I won't till opening week. And I notice more optimism than I've seen in a long time. But I'm I'm not sure it's all well rooted. I'm not opposed to optimism. And as I said myself yesterday, I, I think there's a chance this team can be good. But I, I'd like to see more consensus, really, as to how that would happen. Because it won't come about because people got excited about a handful of free agent signings because the Pirates never sign anybody. That's That's not... That's reacting to a headline. That's not reacting to a reality on the field. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. We'll do another one of these tomorrow. Mm-hmm.